Lowe's knows you'll do spring right by saving on what you need to get your lawn and garden in shape. We do it right, too, with deals to help you save every day, like four bags of premium mulch now for just $10. And buy one one-and-a-half-cubic-foot bag of miracle Grow vegetable and herb garden soil. Get a Bonnie Basics plant for free. Whatever's on your spring to-do list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 5-1 while supplies last. Bonnie offer valid on select 11.8-ounce pots. Valid in-store only. See store for details. U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. In the gym, nice bringing that intelligent perspective that takes you above the rim. From the PG, saw the whole court. Now he plays the sideline to observe a report, bringing nothing but fresh interviews while discussing high school, college, and NBA news. So sit back and listen, you will never forget because the Off the Glass podcast is coming up next. So sit back and listen, you will never forget because the Off the Glass podcast is coming up next. So sit back and listen, you will never forget because the Off the Glass podcast is coming up next. Welcome to the Off the Glass Podcast. This is your host Z, fan of no team, but a lover of basketball. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Today's show, we're going to kind of be covering um, some more storylines. We'll do some news and notes. We got to get into this Magic Johnson saga as it broke that he will be stepping down as the from the president of basketball operations position with the Los Angeles Lakers. Give a couple news and notes and then recap this past Monday's championship game. So without further ado, let's just jump right into it. Virginia was able to win their first national championship in school history as they was able to hold off the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Very exciting game. Um, very exciting game. Uh, went to overtime. Well played. Uh, the final score was 85-77. to 77, And basically... Um, it was a story of Virginia finally, I mean, finally having some great offense to go along with their great defense. They had three guys that can create their own shot as well as create for their other teammates. And I like to use this um, as an example. You know, it's different levels in basketball. For example, I played Division three, And when I would have conversations about the Division three level, to win a national championship at the Division three level, you got to have guys that could have played at the D1 level. And I mean played, not just rotation guys, not just walk-ons, but really played and contributed at the D1 level. And if you apply that same concept, it's no different at the at the, uh, the D1 level. You need guys that can play in the NBA to win a championship. And more importantly, you need guys who can play at the NBA and possibly be all all pros, uh, all-stars, and even, and even possibly Hall of Famers. In my opinion... Virginia has three, if not potential four, NBA players on their team. Uh, Hunter, as has been well documented, the wing, he's going to be a lottery pick. Uh, they saw the guard, Jerome, is going to go somewhere probably in the late first round, possibly early second. I think Guy could play in the NBA. And believe it or not, and trust me when I say, I'm just saying, I'm not saying this because he had blonde hair, but I think Diakite Dia can play in the league as well. He reminds me of a young Dennis Rodman, very springy, a lot of effort, a lot of energy. He rebounds his position well. He rebounds bigger than what he is. Incredible help side defender. If he goes to the right team, he can really contribute at the next level. Um, so that was the case to me for Virginia. It was as simple as that. Texas Tech only had two Three guys that can create their own shot like that. Um, the guard, why do I always blank on his name when I get to doing the podcast? Uh, 
Um, the guard from Illinois, I want to say he's number 13. Why am I blanking on his name? I'm going to look it up. But him, Culver, um, the, the other guy on their roster, I'm going to look it up real quick, who was um, number one, were the only two guys that could really, really, really create their own shot. Um, the rest of the team, just energy guys, like the long guys, 6'10", 6'11", remind me of a poor man's um, Akeem Warg. I don't see him playing at the next level like that. Um, the shooter, David Moretti, he needs people to get him shots. He's a great shooter, but he needs people to get him shot shots. Um, and then, of course, you got Jared Culver. Then the guy I was talking about is um, Matt Mooney, um, who is – was a very solid player, a guard that can create his own shot as well. The other guy was uh, Brandon Francis, the guard. So that was just the, the, the tell of the game. When Virginia was clicking offensively, Texas Tech had no answer. Texas Tech was able to get back in the game late in the second half when they went to a switch in defense and got out a man-to-man. Do Virginia all for a while. They were able to figure it out, make enough plays down the stretch. Uh, Jer- uh, Jerome was able to find – Hunter in the corner for the three to tie the game up. They dominated the overtime. I think they went 12 for 12 from the free throw line in overtime. They made the last 13 out of 13 free throws. Also, another cool takeaway from this game was the fact that uh, Culver and Hunter guarded each other the whole game. Very two top prospects, potential lottery picks. In my opinion, it was kind of like watching a young Kawhi Leonard and Hunter and a young Paul George and Culver going at each other. Uh, Hunter... Is much more further along than Kawhi was at this point in his career. Kawhi could not shoot. Hunter can already shoot the three. He has nice size, all the physical tools. He can guard one through four, possibly, depending on how big that four is, especially when teams go smaller in this new era, NBA. Culver the same way. I think he's a little bit smoother offensively than um, Hunter, but I think Hunter's game is a little bit more ready for the NBA right now. Culver, again, great defense, can guard one through four as well, depending on the matchups. It was impressive when they got switched off on point guards, both of them. Like, you really could not get around them. They both were able to sit down, really move their feet well, really pressure that ball handling. <sighs> Sip of my water. Uh, so it was an exciting game. Great conclusion for Virginia. They got redemption after they were the first one seed to lose to a 16 seed last season. So congratulations to those guys. Congratulations to, to the university. Moving on to the NBA, a couple news and notes real quick. Um, the Timberwolves a lot announced that they will be retaining their GM, Scott Layton, um, and they're also going to give the job over Keep Ryan Saunders. So that's a, that's a really cool story. His late father, Flip Saunders, who transitioned, passed away from, from I want to believe it was cancer, and to see his young son take over and um, take that position. I know he's definitely proud and um, watching over him. So Minnesota decided to stay that route. Um, also, it was announced today that Marcus Smart sustained an oblique injury, so he's going to miss the, the two opening rounds of the playoffs. That really affects the, the Celtics. He's their, their glue guy, their defensive guy, their energy. He kind of gives them their personality. They kind of feed off him. They were playing much better at times in spurts when he was inserted into the starting lineup, so that's going to hurt them. Um, another news and notes, uh, Westbrook concluded another stunning season. He averaged a triple-double for three straight seasons. To me, this one, in my opinion, even last year a little bit, was a little bit more legit. Not trying to say he needs our validation, but my opinion, that first year when he was going for the MVP, 
anybody that knows basketball knows that those guys were getting out of the way so he can get rebounds to pad his stats, that he was doing different things for that season. And it was kind of one of those hero seasons where they went all in on Westbrook. KD had left. They let Westbrook unleash and kind of just do his thing, kind of sell some tickets, help him, and he was able to get an MVP award out of it. This season, to me, was one of Westbrook's better seasons. Uh, and what epitomized that was last night, if you was watching the game against the Rockets, he did come down and shoot the crazy three and went in, kept the game close. But when he came down towards the end, he looked like he was trying to force it. He made the right read, gave it to Adams. Adams gave it right back, and I was like, oh, no, he's about to jack up this crazy jump shot like he normally does. But he showed with strength, made the right play, the right pass to the right player, hit Paul George the corner. He was able to hit the three all net, the go-ahead three to give them the win, which locked them into the sixth seed um, last night. So I think from his maturity standpoint, as far as his floor game in his head, this has definitely been his best season by far as a pro. So shouts out to him. I mean, Russell Westbrook is one of those enigmas. He's one of those. He brings a lot of controversy when he plays, but we haven't seen too many players like him. And one way you can look at this as well, it shows his versatility because he had one of the worst shooting seasons statistically in league history as a guard this season. I mean, anybody else, you would not even be thinking about them averaging triple-doubles. You would not think about putting them on the NBA team. But it's a testament to show you how great and how special the talent is of Westbrook. Even though I fuss about his head, Westbrook is really a unique player. And I don't think we're going to ever see anything like this again where a guy will average a triple-double for three straight seasons. Got to see if he has enough left in the tank. OKC, Paul George has been documented, been fighting a shoulder injury. So they kind of go into the playoffs limping in. Also, last night we saw the conclusion, even though it's another game to go, but we saw the conclusion of two Hall of Fame careers. Shouts out to Dirk Nowitzki. Shouts out to Chicago on Robbins, Illinois on Dwayne Wade as they concluded their brilliant Hall of Fame careers in their home gym. As it stands right now, Dirk's career averages 20.7 rebounds, 2-4 assists. He's finished up. He has high scoring season was actually he averaged 26 one season. Um, if you look at his overall stats, I mean his accomplishments, excuse me, 12-time All-NBA. Of course, he has the championship in 2010, 2011 when he defeated Dwayne Wade. He was the MVP. He also was a 14-time All-Star. Invented one of the more, I'm not going to say invented because Larry Bird did it to a certain degree, but not like him. But definitely pioneered, I would say, yeah, okay, he invented the, the one-legged step back, which everybody, even guards, have in their repertoire right now, which was an unguardable, unblockable shot, especially being seven foot one. He's going to go down as one of the best power forwards to ever play the game. He's definitely one of the best Europeans to ever play the game. Um, I'm looking at his points totals right now. He's well over 31,000 points. I mean, just phenomenal stuff. Um, he passed several people this season. I want to see where he ranks all time. Again, you talk about somebody who early on his career had to battle through adversity. It was like, is he, he was soft, you know, you couldn't win a championship with him. Uh, he was a jump shooting big man, all these kind of stereotypes that we look back on now and laugh at. And, um, the fact that he was able to stick with it, 
and become one of the all-time greats is a, is a testament to him as a um, as a player. Um, let me look real quick because I know he passed some people this year. I think he's fourth now. I want to make sure. No, he's sixth. Excuse me. LeBron's fourth now because he passed Jordan. So he finishes sixth all-time in points. Just an incredible feat. Um, Dwayne Wade again, Chicago's own, Robbins, Illinois own. He's from my city. Uh, told a story. I remember watching him play when nobody knew who Dwayne Wade. It was a, a park. Uh, it's still there outside of Hillcrest High School, which is in the south suburbs, Country Club Hills. It was like the only outdoor basketball court in the area. And I want to say he was either a south. Yeah, I think he was a sophomore. I don't think he was a junior yet. And the crazy thing is his older brother was really nice. I think he's close to my age. But anyway, he was up there playing, and um, he was throwing the ball through people's legs and just really nobody kind of knew who he was. We could see the potential. He was a really good player. And the next thing I know, a couple years from there, the rest is history. He goes on to Richards High School, has a breakout two years, famously holds Eddie Curry, 6'11", guards him in the playoffs. They beat him. They beat uh, Thornwood High School. Works his butt off at Hoops the Gym that summer where uh, Jordan worked out with the with his trainer, Tim Grover. Goes on to Marquette. Has a great career. He finishes his NBA career averaging 22 points, four rebounds, five assists. He's the all-time leader in shot blocks as a two-guard. He led the league in scoring. He averaged 30 that one year. He's a three-time NBA championship champion. Won a scoring title in 08-09. 13-time All-Star. Um... I'm going to make sure I get all his. Three-time all-defensive team, eight-time all-NBA, uh, all-rookie team. He won the finals MVP. That's why when Paul Pierce was sitting up there talking that day, you know, it's like nobody's going to say that nobody is better than them, especially those guys. Like, I get it. But the way he was saying it, like, it was just a no-brainer. And then when uh, Jalen Rose – Ran off his stats. That was one of the funniest things I've seen on TV in a long time. And you could just see his heart just sink. Uh, he just couldn't handle it when Jalen started rattling off those stats, man. But shouts out to Flash. Shouts out to Dwayne Wade. Um, kind of brings it to the end of an era. We've seen Dwayne Wade now retire. Dirk Nowinski, uh, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, Manu's gone. Uh... Kobe's gone. So we definitely seen it close in a lot of era, man. I'm glad I was able to see a lot of these guys, all these guys playing their prime. And I have great memories watching all them play. So salute to all those guys. And real quick, before we close out, we got to get into this, this Magic Johnson story. It broke last night that he was stepping down to, from the Lakers Nobody knew he was stepping down. Not even the owner, longtime friend, Jenny Buss. And the reason why he said it was impromptu because he couldn't face her, even though they just had a meeting. Said he couldn't face her. They had a three-hour meeting the day before. So he did it this way. Really strange press conference. A lot of strange comments. A lot of weird comments. Almost to the point you want to question, like, was Magic high? Was he on drugs? Like, what was he talking about? Just a lot of strange moments. And I think what happened in classic Magic fashion, if we're just honest, he did the same thing when he was a head coach. They went on a losing streak. He just announced that he quit. Um, you know, 
I think he enjoyed the idea of being the guy running the Lakers, the historic franchise that he played for, had success for, the, the franchise he had his Hall of Fame career with, a franchise that he loves. He loves Doctor the late Dr. Buss, which I believe is one of the reasons why he's a successful businessman. Um, I'm not saying Magic isn't smart or is a good businessman in his own right. I think he's just somebody who was fortunate enough to, to meet the right people he has great personality. People like him. He's able to close deals. But I think he bit off more than he can chew in this Lakers situation. He didn't realize how hard it was going to be going into the situation. It was obvious. He didn't realize that you're going to have to be up scouting, building relationships. You know, I don't know how many NCAA tournament games he watched. I know he didn't go to Europe to scout any players. And I just thought he thought he was going to pop in, get to be Magic Johnson. You know, get some guys, some free agents in the room. He was going to be able to talk them into coming there. And it just doesn't work like that anymore. You know, if, and it's amazing to me how, like, these franchises like the Lakers and the Knicks, who basically can hire anybody they want, they keep trying to go this nostalgic route. And what they're not realizing that nowadays player is much smarter, much more informed, uh, they have a team around them that kind of knows what they want to do. They're very particular about their brands. And nobody's just going to come play for the Lakers because it's the Lakers. Those days is over with. To me, the, the the franchise has been dysfunctional. It's been a joke. You had the owner, Jenny Buss, at the Sloan Conference blaming the media for all the leaks. You know, as the media's fault, it's been a circus. It's just been a disaster around there. To me, they need to tear it all down. Obviously, the ownership's not going anywhere, but hire a serious, competent GM. I mean, look at all the top GMs in the in the league. I would contact all of them and just have a check ready. Daryl Moore, you want to come to L.A.? What's your price? Sam Preston, Oklahoma City, you want to come to L.A.? What's your price? Masai Muziri, you want to come to L.A.? What's your price? Bob Myers and Golden State, you want to come to L.A.? What's your price? Et cetera, et cetera. And try to start building that way. I would get a serious player development. Because the dirty secret is, and I wrote a blog piece on that. Go over there to my website, www.offtheglasspodcast.com. There's three bars up in the corner, ladies and gentlemen. Click on that. It will shoot you to the blog. And I wrote how this season ultimately is going to define LeBron's legacy as a Laker. And the fact that he got hurt for the first time this season, he's going to be going into year 17. And we don't know if any big-time free agent is going to want to join him there to play with him. So one has to start to question that if they don't get a free agent, if they don't sign anybody, what's going to happen? Are you going to find yourself better in yourself through the draft? And if that's the case, you need a player development. They do not have a player development part uh, program in place. They don't have any coaches. That's why D'Angelo Russell left and went to a team like Brooklyn where they traded him to get off the Timothy Mozgov contract. But Brooklyn has a player development team in place. And that's why, aside from, I think, also, D'Angelo Russell's just making shots this year, but that's why he's been able to thrive in that culture because that culture doesn't exist in L.A. Nobody cares about who played there, the banners, the championships. It's all about the here and now. How can I be comfortable? What are you going to do to help me be in position to win and compete for championships, and how does this help my brand? And the fact that it was dysfunctional from day one, the fact he came in, didn't get to know Luke Walton and wanted to fire him, you know, it just didn't make sense to me. Even when LeBron came in, the people they signed this summer, Lance Stevenson, Michael Beasley, who didn't finish out the season before they traded him. Now he's in China playing. Um, Rajon Rondo, JaVale McGee. 
And then Magic explaining all this, like, you know, we wanted toughness. Even though everybody in the league is going with shooting, we wanted toughness. And that's what wins playoff series. Like, they had all this rationale for these crazy signings that they had. Uh, they bring in him and Rob Palenka team up. Rob Palenka, most people don't know he was a sports agent, Kobe Bryant's agent. Uh, depends on who you talk to. Didn't have a lot of great relationships, depending on, again, I don't know him personally, depending on some of the rumors you hear that those relationships as an agent, he wasn't always friendly with people, I guess. A lot of people didn't like working with them, and that matters when you come to be a GM because it's all about relationship building. It's all about being able to get on the phone and call guys and talk to these guys and be able to do back channel and backdoor deals to be able to get people signed to your franchise. And, you know, again, it was just unprofessional way magic uh, re resign, not letting the owner know, just showing up and doing the press conference. The way they handled the Anthony Davis debacle, and I was a lot on Anthony Davis's people as well. I would never understand why they thought they had to try to trade and force this trade. Then I just really thought they assumed that and they had to maybe have some inside information that the Lakers were just going to do this deal or the Pelicans were just going to do this deal and he was just going to become a Laker and then they was going to go on and him and LeBron and live happily ever after. And that just wasn't the case. On um, Nick Friedel, uh one of the writers for ESPN, he used to write for the Bulls for many years, he put on his Twitter feed how Alvin Gentry said the Anthony Davis situation was the most toxic thing he's seen in his 31 years of being in the NBA. How it completely just ruined not only the Lakers season, but their season as well. And like how even Anthony Davis, I know I'm talking about Magic right now, just threw away a whole year in his prime. He's not going to make an all-NBA team this year, which is crazy because he's one of the top five players in the league. So the Lakers got a lot of work to do. And they need to stop out, start and look at themselves in the mirror. Stop resting on your past roles. Nobody cares what you did in the past. And what can you do now? And especially when you have shown this level of incompetence when it comes to running a franchise. So just wanted to drop by real quick. Uh, offer my thoughts on the Magic situation. Talk a little bit about the, the National Championship game. Make sure to head over to the website, www.theofftheglasspodcast.com. Check out the blogs. I have a blog going up that I just put up today. I make a case why Giannis should be the MVP and defensive player of the year. And there's only been one player in history to do it. I'm not going to give it away. You got to go over to the blog and read it. Uh, great blog. I line up the stats of both players. And you'll be surprised how close it is. Uh, when you line up the stats. Also, make sure to find me on your social media. I'm on Instagram, Zach the Off the Glass Podcast. I'm on Twitter, Zach Off the Glass. Make sure to follow me there. As we get ready to close, I'll take you out. It's the artist, Cody James. Scorpion season is a song. Everybody be safe out there. Fight to the top and I'm climbing up the beam. They said the six behind me said he got me on repeat. Uh, word the juice, word the end, word the beat, pap. I can't ever sleep. You would think I need a CPAP. I took your breath with that one. I'm only one on one. Lowe's knows you'll do spring right by saving on what you need to get your lawn and garden in shape. 
We do it right too with deals to help you save every day, like four bags of premium mulch now for just ten dollars, and buy one one and a half cubic foot bag of Miracle Grow vegetable and herb garden soil. Get a Bonnie Basics plant for free. Whatever's on your spring to do list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through five one while supplies last. Bonnie offer valid on select eleven point eight ounce pots. Valid in store only. See store for details. U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Lowe's knows you'll do spring right by saving on what you need to get your lawn and garden in shape. We do it right too with deals to help you save every day, like four bags of premium mulch now for just ten dollars, and buy one one and a half cubic foot bag of Miracle Grow vegetable and herb garden soil. Get a Bonnie Basics plant for free. Whatever's on your spring to do list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through five one while supplies last. Bonnie offer valid on select eleven point eight ounce pots. Valid in store only. See store for details. U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii.